Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading, exclusive items and all the food, we've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years. We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you. This, this is, is Magic, magic on, on Main Street. Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. I'm going to start. You wish you may, you wish you Magic happens. All right. I think you got it. That's what they say. No, they don't. They say, play it. No. They say bippity boppity boo. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh. You said something else. I said just a bippity boppity boo. Oh. All right, it's episode 19, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. My name is Sean. Yo soy Tabitha. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> with us, as always, is the little kid. Oh, her name's Kenzie. She's going to come back for a little segment of hers later on. We're making her wash dishes like Cinderella right now. In another county, in another <laughs> home, we've got... Uh, Daniel Proc. Daniel Dino. Sue Proc. Daniel Sue Proc. <laughs> or Dino Proc 95 on Instagram. <laughs> Daniel, you can't see me, Proc. Daniel John Cena Proc. <laughs> I love it. Uh, also, our little mascot, Scar the Kitten. Him seeping. Oh, was that him? Oh, nope. Nope, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot to talk about tonight uh we've got some shout outs this week in disneyland history a lot around disney cruise lines which is funny and then we've got some news some good some bad some indifferent still lots of merch coming your way with some really cute tangled stuff so much really excited to the 10 year anniversary talk about that yeah uh we've got hidden mickeys with kid no food this week weird some fun stuff on Disney Plus for events and entertainment. And our main topic this week is going to be not-so-happy haunts of Disneyland. I'm already scared. I know. I'm frightened. I saw a video, and it scared the tar out of me. Boo. Ah! I know. I know. See? <laughs> All right. We've got a lot to talk about, so we'll be back in just a minute. Kaylin, you know what to do. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street Podcast, talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street Podcast, for when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street Podcast, Sean and Tabitha will be right back. They're back. Are oh you my kidding God. me? Tabitha. Okay, everybody dare, who knows me knows that I can't you? burp. How, it is, no, you know, how, no, 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 no. How dare you to, to put that on me when all I want in life is to burp? And for you to just pretend that I can is hurtful. I, 
you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back, and uh, we're going to kick off the show like we always do with some shout-outs. Uh, if you remember, we've talked a little bit about our friend, the Maddest Hatter Co. on Instagram. Uh, he has some really cool jerseys, and I just got a cool hat f- from him. Uh, lots of really cool stuff. Well, he's opening up his shop again for custom orders, Ooh. so head over to the Maddest Hatter Co. on Instagram. Hopefully, you can get in before he sells out because he's, you know, he's a small business. He does this all on his own. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to bring up that um, a podcast that I have followed for a long time and somebody that I uh, adore on Instagram, Mark Bricky, uh, who hosts the Disneyland for Designers podcast, just started a Instagram for the Disneyland for Designers podcast. Um, and the AID network uh, of podcasts, um, they're going to be hosting a uh, online kind of seminar conference uh, called the Fired Festival. Um, and it's going to be for anybody who was furloughed or fired during the pandemic. And it's going to be really awesome. So anybody that's been furloughed, fired, it's free to attend. If you are currently employed, they're asking that you pay for 25 bucks. It's not that big of a deal, uh, but you can still attend. So I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm a big fan of Mark Berkey. I think he's a genius and I love the things that he puts out. So we're going to be, uh, following along with that. So that's our shout out for him. A very special Birthday wish goes out to our buddy Marcos. Buddy. We call him buddy. It's it's a family thing. Um, so he is turning, or he actually just turned 21 years old. Getting crying. We've known him since he was like 14. 14. Oh, how the time flies. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. And I want to make a very special uh, happy anniversary shout out here to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh. Yeah, it's their 40th anniversary. They've been uh, granting wishes to uh, kids that are ill for 40 years now. Thousands of wishes granted. They do a lot of work with Disneyland. What they do is amazing and so special for these kids. So, happy anniversary. Hooray! And that's our shout-outs. Up next, This Week in Disneyland. History is for me. Wow. Did you hear that echo? That was such a great effect. Dude. Wow. State-of-the-art. Wow. Top of the line. <laughs> Industry leading. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Here age relives fond memories of the past. In 1964, Disney's Fourth World's Fair exhibit, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, finally makes its New York debut after weeks of technical problems. I think I announced in uh, this a segment maybe two, three weeks ago that they were making their trek out there. But since they set up in 1964... Uh, they had a few weeks of just major problems. Hmm. Lincoln was running amok, crushing chairs, <laughs> yelling at people in the audience. <laughs> Lincoln smash! Yeah. It's like, Lincoln was better than Washington! I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> it was crazy. In 1969, ground is officially broken for the California Institute of the Arts in Valencia, California, also known as CalArts. The school was founded by Walt Disney when the Chouinard School of Music and the Los Angeles Conservatory merged in the early 60s. Hmm. Now, although he died a few years before the groundbreaking, the CalArts student newspaper will still be called Walt. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. In 1987, Disneyland introduces Disney Dollars, its exclusive line of currency featuring Mickey Mouse on the $1 bill and Goofy on the $5 bill. We have some floating around this house sometimes because they've since um, discontinued them. They don't yes. They don't offer them anymore. We bought some of the last ones that they had, and I'm pretty sure they're in a shadow box in Kenzie's closet. And I think they had uh, Cinderella. Cinderella on them. What, mm-hmm. what deno- I don't even know what denomination they were. I can't, we either got five or ten. Fives or tens, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, those don't exist anymore, but 1987, they debuted. In 1994, Disney announces plans to create a cruise line. <gasps> then fast forward a number of years, they're announcing uh, new West Coast operations. They announced some new cruises uh, to Canada. And that was all this, like this week over the years. Pretty crazy. So crazy. We actually just booked a Disney cruise for our anniversary. We did. So in September... Of 2021. of 2021, we will be on a Disney cruise to Alaska. Alaska. I'm so excited. I'm really excited. We get to see glaciers, guys. I get to see Captain Mickey. <laughs> I've <laughs> never been on a Disney cruise. He's real, real cute. Yeah, I can't wait. So really looking forward to that. Uh, in 1977, this is really special because this week is Space Mountain Week. <gasps> Yay! Now, the official grand opening was on, uh, I believe it was the 26th. But this week, uh, Space Mountain opened at Disneyland, and it was based on concepts by Imagineer John Hench and designed by Bill Watkins. Now, fun fact here, something a lot of people don't know, this is actually the second Space Mountain in existence. The first one was actually at Walt Disney World. A lot of people think that Space Mountain was a Disneyland attraction, and it wasn't. Oh. Uh, They opened theirs in 1975. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so... Uh, 1977, also a, a, another science fiction Marvel launches that year, Star Wars. And the funny thing is, so Star Wars, 1977, Space Mountain, 1977. May the 4th is kind of the unofficial Star Wars day. Space Mountain opened on May the 4th. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Also opening as a part of the Space Mountain Complex is the Starcade Arcade, which, as we all know, is no longer there, uh, Space Place Restaurant, and Tomorrowland Space Stage, which is now Tomorrowland Terrace. Yeah. Galactic Grill. Galactic Grill. Crazy. In 2001, this was crazy. I didn't know about this, and I think I was still working at Disneyland during this. I must have been, because I was there in the summer of 2001. Hmm. Uh, 70-mile-per-hour winds shut down five rides at DCA. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember this. That's crazy. Must have been some crazy Santa Anas. Ugh. Yeah. I can feel my lips getting chapped just saying the words. (laughs) No. Oh, it's terrible. Everything's just dry and staticky. Mm -hmm. Love those Santa Anas. Shut up, Bob. (laughs) At least it's dry. (laughs) At least it's a dry heat. Shut up. Uh, 2004, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror has its official grand opening at Disney's California Adventure. Aw. Yeah. I miss that. Going to talk about that in our main topic today, actually. Twilight, oh. Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. That just means we need to plan a Disney World trip when the world goes back to normal mm-hmm. and we can ride it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this was uh, this was also a second version of the, the attraction. And it's uh, it's a lot different than the Walt Disney World version because they were trying to conserve space. So it's just a, an elevator attraction, not the track ride like they have in Walt Disney World. Hmm. 2005, Disneyland closes to the public on this day for a VIP and celebrity party in honor of the 18-month 50th celebration event. Uh, It kicked off uh, the next day. Um, They had a gold-carpeted Main Street. They had a premiere of Disneyland the first 50 years, and that was uh, hosted by Steve Martin and Donald Duck. Oh, my God. I know. And then also in attendance was uh, Julie Andrews, who was the 50th anniversary honorary ambassador. Of course. And they did the premiere of Remember Dreams Come True, uh, the fireworks show. That makes me great. Yeah. Uh, and this was pretty historic because all 10 of the Disney theme parks around the world collectively kicked off the festivities for Happiest Celebration on Earth, which was the 50th anniversary of Disneyland, 
later that year, the opening of Hong Kong made them number 11. And this was an 18 month long global celebration. Pretty cool. Oh, wow. Uh, and in Anaheim, the opening ceremony for the 50th anniversary of Disneyland took place in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle, of course. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty cool. And then finally, in 2006, Disneyland welcomes 12 year old Emily Mason of Colorado Springs, Colorado, who is the honorary two billionth guest to visit a Disney park. So they actually gave her a giant golden key and a lifetime pass to all 11 Disney parks around the world. Lucky. I know. Just for going to Disneyland. Let's find this kid. (laughs) That's it for this week in Disneyland history. Up next news. This just in. Breaking news. News, news, news. So let's get the poopy stuff out of the way first the poopy stuff <laughs> um currently theme parks are listed as some of the final businesses that will be able to reopen according to governor newsom's four-stage plan that was announced on wednesday the 29th um the four-stage plan is pretty complex um and obviously as we've seen over the last month everything can change from day to day week to week um so definitely go take a look at everything that it entails um obviously nothing is set in stone because we have no idea what tomorrow is even going to look like. Um, But still take a look at it, see what their plans are for the future. Uh, Bob Iger had actually made a comment about possibly doing temperature checks um, at other Disney parks. Like they've already implemented in Shanghai as like a possible like way to start reopening. Um, But nothing's confirmed. There's still no dates, nothing on the horizon. Stay strong. (laughs) Yeah. If you're a DVC member, Disney Vacation Club, keep an eye out for an email regarding some policy changes and updates to points and expiration dates. There's a lot of information in the email they're sending out, and it could uh, affect some of your trips that you have planned or need to reschedule. So keep an eye out for that. And then we had mentioned a few weeks ago about annual passports. Uh, There are some changes to their payments and how they're handling that. Uh, So... If you are an annual pass holder who's paid in full, you're automatically going to have your passport expiration date extended due to theme park closures uh, to give you uh, additional opportunities at the end of the passport term. So the new expiration date will be reflected on the annual pass holder's passport account prior to the reopening of the theme parks. So if you don't see it on there now, it will be there once they figure it all out. As an alternative, uh, in lieu of an extension of your passports, if you've paid in full, you can choose to receive a partial refund for the closure period. So if you were, if you want to do that, you can find the information on the website. There's a phone number you need to call to call um, Annual Passport Member Services, which if you're in a, a pass holder, you need to have this in your phone already. Yeah. Um, so they are saying they're going to re- have heavy call volumes, so be prepared to wait. Um and then if you're an annual pass holder on the monthly payment plan, uh, they automatically stopped and waived monthly payments due while the theme parks are closed. So they're going to retroactively refund payments made between March 14th through April 4th. And then payments will resume on the pass holders regularly scheduled payment dates once the parks reopen. So if, if you choose not to pay, your expiration date will not be extended and it'll just expire at the regular date. As an alternative, if you're paying for your pass with monthly payment program, uh, you can have your monthly payments postponed starting with payments due April 5th through the park closure period and then resumed on the pass holder's regularly scheduled payment date once the parks reopen. Postponed payments will be collected in the months following the end of the pass holder's currently scheduled payment term. Uh, So go check out the website. It might be a little bit confusing hearing it out loud. Um, Go read up on it. Uh, We'll put a link in the show notes down below. So go check that out. Happy news. 
Uh, Disney Music actually just released a playlist of peaceful piano versions of classic Disney songs. Uh, the playlists are available on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Pandora, and YouTube Music. We just actually listened to a bunch of them while we were prepping for this episode, and they're very soothing. I loved them. They're great. So calming. I'm also a big fan of the Circle Sessions, Uh, the the jazz versions of Disney songs that they play at Carthay Circle. Yes, my fave. Um, So put all these on one playlist, and then you have just like hours of soothing Disney. Yeah, it's good stuff. Chilling. So a small family-owned grocery store in Alabama was selling pallets of Galaxy's Edge-themed Coca-Cola products. They had 12 packs being sold for $6.99. Uh, I saw this on Twitter and it was quite entertaining because people were flipping. That's so weird. And it wasn't too far from some of the people that live in Florida that are uh, Walt Disney World pass holders. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching these conversations. One guy was like, I drove five hours and it was empty. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I drive for five, hour- five no. hours, but, you know, they are they are collector's items. So it turns out the expiration date on all of it was listed as April 20th. So they probably shipped it out to just random places just to get it sold instead of throwing it out. But who knows? But of course, in true Disney pass holder fashion, <laughs> these, these, uh, these cases of soda are now on eBay for 60 bucks. So stupid. I know. Um, another fun thing, Disneyland Paris released downloadable interactive coloring pages. So all you got to do, if you go to their website, you can find the pages, print them out, get them colored. And then there is an app that you have to download called Wackatoon. W-A-K-A-T-O-O-N. Once you download that, you just enter the keyword Mickey. Then you take a picture of your coloring page and the app will bring your image to life. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. It'll be fun. I'm going to do it. We should do one. Coming up is merch. Merch, merch, merch. Nope, nope. So the Disney store, uh, if you have been to a Disney store, they have special keys. Uh, their store keys and their collector's items. So for May the 4th, obviously, <laughs> they're doing a limited edition Star Wars version of the Disney store key, and that's coming to Shop Disney. Uh, they're usually only sold in the store, but since they're closed, obviously, they're going to be available in limited supply on Shop Disney starting on May the 4th. Concept art has been released that shows the key being designed with the, the Luke Skywalker lightsaber and the Star Wars logo as the teeth. We'll put up a picture on our Instagram. It's pretty cool looking. It's so cute. I kind of want to hop on early that morning and try. We should try. I'm totally down for that. So since we've been so hyped on as much food as we can possibly get lately, uh, something fun that's going to be coming out is a new Disney Eats cookbook, which will be featuring more than 150 recipes. Um, It's available for pre-order on Amazon right now. It doesn't have a release until October, which is kind. Yeah, I'd like to use that right now. I know, but it still looks really cool. Uh, The book description reads, the kitchen is a great place to make memories and Disney Eats inspires people to make food memories by helping them discover how the making of food can not only be fun and tasty, but also joyously impactful. Disney Eats is about taking the ordinary and mundane and making it extraordinary and fun by adding some Disney-inspired creative flair. From making a mini mouse-inspired crudité platter and a savory dish such as Mulan's Blossom Stir Fry, to preparing Disney character bento lunch boxes or whipping up frozen banana Dalmatian pops. Yum. Okay. Yum. <laughs> Author Joy Howard shows that creative ideas are endless. With an introduction by beloved baker Joy Wilson and more than 150 dynamic full-color photographs, Disney Eats not only inspires, but leads to memorable creative success in the kitchen. 
I'm excited. We're, we'll get it either way. Yes, I'm down. That'd be fun. So much Tangled stuff because oh it's the 10th anniversary of Tangled. It so is. the Tangled collection is available for pre-order to celebrate the movie's 10th anniversary. The collection includes a backpack or a pack-pack is how they call it, with Rapunzel's paintings, a cylinder-shaped crossbody bag with Rapunzel and Finn and Finn's wanted posters, and a frying pan-shaped crossbody. It's really so fun cute. Looking. The frying pan has a little Pascal um, keychain on the zipper. It's it's adorable. And uh, so these are set to be released in September. Um, in addition to all of that tangled stuff that's going to be available on Shop Disney, her universe is actually also releasing a few tangled items in honor of the 10th anniversary. Um, so you'll be able to find a Disney tangled floral icons dress, which will be featuring the sundrop flower, Corona Kingdom lanterns, and Pascal, along with a floral design. It's a pretty little uh, lilac color. And then they will also have a lace. Oh, wait, no. Oh, it'll also feature a lace-up design um, on the bust in cute little puffy sleeves. So it looks like a little princess dress. And it has pockets. That's awesome. Um, they'll also have a pink button front ribbed top. It'll have a lace trim and the Which neckline. Which was really cute. It's really cute. Yeah. Uh, the neckline's embroidered uh, with lanterns, sundrop flowers, and the Corona Kingdom sun. So that is all going to be available soon, but you can check it all out on the Her Universe website right now. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Disney Park Pals released two new additions, Solely for Monsters, Inc. and A Grim Grinning Ghost from the Haunted Mansion. These little figures come with a clip on the back to attach to anything carried around. Uh, and a little stand to display with your other collector's items. They're really, really cute. There's a bunch in that collection. I hadn't even heard of them before, so I looked them up. They're really cute. They got all kinds of characters. Yeah. I like them. And you can just like clip it to your shirt if you want to bring it with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I had seen them until we started talking about them. They're cute. Yeah. I like them. I like the the Grim Grinning Ghost. He's got a cute little face. Yeah. There are some new Alex and Annie bracelets available on Shop Disney. They just released um, four new ones. There is a Pocahontas, a Miko, Flounder, and then Cinderella's Glass Slipper. I like the Pocahontas one. I love the Pocahontas it's one. It's like her noble stance with leaves in the background. Yeah. It's, it's you know, kind of a copper bronze color. I it's like it a lot. It's so cute. So it's got um, the, the front of that little pendant has her and then there's a quote on the back. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. You guys got to go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also the Miko one that's copper and then the... Two other ones, the flounder and the Cinderella slipper, are both silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're forty four ninety nine on Shop Disney right now. And if you're as big of a fan of stance socks as I am, you really you're going to be really excited because they've released a Pixar collection in honor of Pixar's twenty fifth anniversary. Hey, um, the collection will include Wally, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., Up, and Luxo the Pixar Lamp. So cute. Yeah, the socks are going to be available in adult and kid sizes. And they have the um, the big box of socks that Stance usually yes. does when they release a collection. It's like $200 on their yeah. website right now. Which, But they're high quality They're good socks. socks. I love, I have a pair of um, BB-8 Stance socks that I got in Vegas. I was at a conference one year <laughs> and I forgot dress socks. And I was like, I can't just put on white socks. So what I do, bought a pair of BB-8 socks, which are prim- primarily white, <laughs> yeah. um, but they're BB-8. So That's uh, what you BB-8. gifted all of your groomsmen for I did. I did. Uh, Star Wars themed. Um, yeah, so it's worth it. I've, I've had those socks for a long time. I mean, that was probably six years ago. Yeah. I mean, to have a pair of socks that are holding up like they're brand new yeah, after six years. They, they don't look like they've 
seen no, a day no, out of great. the box. <laughs> Good stuff. So, yeah, check those out. Yeah. Up next, Hidden Mickeys with a Kid. It's time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere, Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, Kenzie. Hi. Welcome back for your newest edition of Hidden Mickey's with a Kid. It took all my might. Do it. You want to do it. <laughs> no, I'm fine. No, go ahead. Hidden Mickey's with a Kid. Oh, jeez. Uh, what do you have for us this week? I have one from The Sleeping Beauty. The Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Yeah. Wait, Not wait. just Sleeping Beauty. The, the Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Little known fact. There's a the in the title. <laughs> You can never forget it. All right. So where in the movie are you going to find this hidden Mickey? It's in the beginning of the movie. Okay. So it's right after everyone meets Aurora when she's a baby. Mm-hmm. And then Maleficent comes and she's like. You didn't invite me to the party. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> um, and then they. How dare you. Curse, curse, curse. <laughs> and then they burn all the spindles. Yeah. Because of the curse. Yeah. Which was. It on her 16th birthday, birthday, she'll prick her finger on a spinning wheel. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, burn. Burn them all. Burn them all. So there's a huge, like, bonfire, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Yeah. It's um, a curse party. Curse party. <laughs> Let's get a party on. <laughs> um, and then all the three good fairies mm-hmm. are having, like, a, not a tea party, but, like, they're just having tea together. A secret society meeting. Yes. Of fairy godmothers. Yes. Or just fairies. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're they're all having tea. Then Meriwether mm-hmm. um, takes her wand okay. and she creates a cookie mm. that is shaped like a Mickey. Oh. Yeah. All right. I haven't seen that one. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So party, party, party. Curse, curse, curse. Burn, burn, burn. <laughs> tea party. Tea party. Makes a cookie out of, out of thin air. And then? And it's a hidden Mickey. Yes. All right. It's kind of hard to see because she holds it in her hand, and then you have to pause it at the right moment when she's putting it in her mouth. Was it as hard as last week's with Snow White? Oh, probably not. That was not. hard. Yeah, that one was that hard. Was a tough one. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. The Sleeping Beauty. The Hidden Sleeping Mickey. Beauty. <laughs> Tea Party. Curse, curse, curse. Curse, curse, curse. <laughs> party, party, party. Well, thanks, kid. You're welcome. We'll see you next time. See you next time. All right. Go to bed. We have nothing going on for food. We haven't made anything. I'm gonna, if I can ever find yeast anywhere. Yeast! Y'all gotta stop buying all of it from the store. I don't understand. Share some with the people. I just don't understand how people are still hoarding things. I don't either. Stop it. We've obviously seen that they're not gonna run out. You're fine. (laughs) You're fine. (sighs) What food do you miss? You know what's crazy? Oh, sorry. Amazon is still not really recovered. No, you can't get anything on but Amazon. But they're making tons of money. I don't get it. You anyway, can't get anything. That's not, shipping that's dates not part are, of the show. are a month out. <laughs> I'm just annoyed. Um, what food do you miss? I miss, you know what I was craving the other day? Hmm. An angry dog. Oh. From Pixar Pier. Yeah. Those things are so good. They are. If you like a good Louisiana hot link, man, for theme park food, you wouldn't even know it. It's so mm-hmm. good. And they give you that little bag of hot fries. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Those are my favorite. And then there's also, if you don't like spicy, they also have the semi-annoyed dog. Slightly. Slightly annoyed dog. Slightly annoyed. Um, so, yeah. I miss that. What do you miss? This is going to be really weird. 
but the cinnamon chips from Rancho Zocalo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rancho del Zocalo has mm-hmm. um, like churro chips, kind of. They're just deep fried so flour tortillas with good. cinnamon sugar. They're so yummy. I'm They're really good. Yeah. They were good, too, because you can um, – they come in a paper bag. Yeah. And so you can eat your dinner, snack on some of your chips during that, seal them up, take them with you to wherever you're going next, and then you can snack on them for the rest you of the day. You got a, a line snack. Yeah. I miss Man. it. Man. I hate this. <laughs> so bitter. <laughs> Putting these shows together is really hard. I cry every single time we prep an episode. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I do too. It's stupid. I'm never afraid to admit when I cry. It's dumb. It's just hard because, you know, and I wish I so could, much. <laughs> this is going to sound really dumb, but I kind of wish I could be one of those people who's like angry about it. Like, let me go outside. Like, I understand. So that, what, that's what makes yeah. it even worse. Like, I know why we're home. I understand why we have to be home. doesn't make it suck any less, no. but I get it. It's hard when there's nobody to blame for things. No, I want to be mad at someone. I and I think that's the problem with this world. There has to be somebody to blame. Yeah. I don't know. This is dumb. Anyway. I want to go home. Coming up <laughs> in events and entertainment, we've got some news about a live action Hercules movie. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Lots of rumors flying about about who's going to direct and produce. And John Favreau's name came up. The Russo brothers, like these names, are all coming up, and I'm like, that could be kind of cool. But I'd be down. Nothing's been confirmed, uh, but they have said they are in talks about producing it. Um, they've tapped Jeffrey Silver, Karen Gilchrist uh, f- to produce. This will not be a Disney Plus movie. This will be a theatrical release. Um, so I'm excited. That could be really cool. I'm up for it. Yeah, I'm not. As a, long- okay, not that I'm. Not excited for Mulan because I am, but if they don't have songs in Hercules, I might lose my mind because those are some of my favorite Disney songs. Yeah, but think about this. Some of your favorite Disney songs were completely ruined by these re- these remakes. Yeah, but they still got to try. Because I don't know if I've <laughs> talked about it before, but I hated Lion King. Yeah, it was the worst. And I can like almost anything. It was the worst movie. I am not a fan of that movie at all. Um you know, good try, I guess, but I just no, I, I did not. Not like even it. a good try. They ruined a lot of the songs, so I don't know. It could, if they don't, it could be a good thing because it could, could, could go bad. It might be great though. It could go the distance. It could go. Oh man. Uh, this week for what to watch on Disney Plus, very exciting news. Starting on May the fourth, ah! all nine episodes of the Skywalker Saga will be available to stream on. Disney Plus, including The Rise of Skywalker. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 so excited. <laughs> strobe light, strobe light, strobe light. It's so <laughs> funny because <laughs> we already own them. I know. <laughs> so we, we, we bought them when they... I just have I, to click a different button yeah, now. But now I get to watch it in my app. <laughs> so wow. Dumb. Who are we as people? Terrible. Do you need a good cry? No, I've had enough of them. Thank you. <laughs> Not talking to you. Oh. oh. Um, if you do, go ahead and follow Kermit the Frog on Twitter. Uh, Kermit the Frog? Yes, that guy. And check out the video that he posted in his Swamplands singing Rainbow Connection. The Rainbow Connection? It's really cute. The lovers. The dreamers. Stop it. And me. Stop it. It's, it's, it's really, really cute. He, it is. He, he recorded the whole video for us, and it's so cute. It was... 
Yeah, I won't give anything away, but go watch it. Watch it all the way through to the end. And it's they threw a nice little touch in there. It was it was cute. I really enjoyed it. I cried, but I enjoyed it. (laughs) But we're not gonna talk about it. (laughs) Uh, so the Disney family sing-along was so successful that volume two is coming, uh, Sunday, May 10th. So next week, happy mother's day to me. Yeah. 7 PM. It's going to be on ABC and they haven't announced the performers, but the first one was awesome. I had such a blast. Oh, good. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Also at the level of ABC broadcast television, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we have two videos up on our YouTube, uh, cook, <laughs> <laughs> cooking up the magic. Uh, our first episode was with Karin and Patrick, our executive producers, or the Magic on Main Street podcast street team. I'll put another video out if I can find yeast, guys. Yeah, I Somebody know. We, help me. <laughs> we're trying to make another one, and we can't find the ingredients. But uh, so Karin and Patrick did a really good um, uh, Monte Cristo sandwich and a fun wheel from Cove Bar. And Tabitha, Kenzie, and myself put together some ooey-gooey Carthay Circle fried biscuits Mm -hmm. and a very, very sad attempt at Dole Whips. Very underwhelming Dole Whips. Very underwhelming. Um, It was just kind of like pineapple-flavored ice. Yeah. But it was a good try. It's fine. But to watch all those antics, go check out our YouTube. Link below. Yeah. Hey there, guys. Subscribe to my YouTube. Hit that like button. We need Kenzie to come here and do a promo. Hey, guys. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Make sure you click like and subscribe. (laughs) Speaking of YouTube, um, YouTuber Ashley Faso. Faso? I'm so sorry if I'm saying that wrong. um, Uploaded a Disney Sunrise series. You can watch the sunrise over multiple Walt Disney World properties. Um, They had the Grand Floridian. They had the Boardwalk. There was all kinds um, as well as well as Aulani and Ooh. Castaway K. Totally down for that. So if you wake up early and you just want to like chill and watch something peaceful, throw those on. Or if you wake up late. <laughs> yeah, you can just shut your blinds and pretend the sun is barely rising. Because <laughs> I mean, what's early now? Uh, I wake up early because I have work. So when there's no. <laughs> Hang on. Funny, funny little side story. I told Sean that I woke up late for work this morning and he asked me how the traffic was. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me laugh really hard because I literally just walked down the stairs. <laughs> I'm funny. It was so dumb, but it was really funny. I'm very funny. He was like, oh, no, how was the traffic? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I was a little uh, backed up on the stairs where I haven't brought some stuff up. But yeah. <laughs> uh, good uh, stuff. Yep. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Back to the entertainment Disney marketing and the Disney creative teams, they, they are continuing to impress with this Disney magic moments program that they've got going on. They've done a completely uh, revamped blog. So the parks blog is completely redone um, and they have all kinds of fun stuff on there right now. So you can do a uh, virtual tour of Walt Disney Imagineering. That's been going on for a few weeks. Uh, they're actually, they just released their final episode, number five. They're fun little shorts with Imagineers, fun stuff. So you can learn a little bit about what they do there and what the building looks like. It's pretty neat. Uh, also, go, go, go for a ride on Slinky Dog Dash at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's a virtual ride. Um, it sucks because we haven't been to Walt Disney World and I want to watch all these videos, but also I don't want to ruin it for myself because I haven't seen a lot of their rides because I purposefully have avoided all of their stuff. 
Well, yeah, because another thing that they released was the um, Happily Ever After fireworks. They did a virtual viewing. That's such a good show. It's a great show. It was so good. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that show. Which, honestly, there's never been a Disneyland fireworks show that I didn't like. But this one was a blast. So I was really excited to see that. Kind of emotional, um, not being bit. able to be there, but it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, Find Your Zen with peaceful scenes from Disneyland Resort. They put out some living images, which is short little video clips of some areas around Disneyland. They had like the Mark Twain, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Pretty cool. They put out a new recipe on the Disney Magic Moments of the Mickey Mouse shaped beignets, which is what we're talking about uh, wanting to make, but I'm not able to find yeast. Yeast. Um, yeast. But <laughs> yeast and yeast. Uh, yeah, so we'll be making that as soon as we can find the right ingredients. Um, but another big smile opportunity is uh, the Dapper Dance singing When I See an Elephant Fly. It's real cute. Yeah, I really enjoy that. So uh, I have links to all these things in the show notes. Check it out. So that's all of our events and entertainment. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. Talk about Not So Happy Haunts of Disneyland. Mwahaha. <laughs> So, if you know anything about me and Tabitha, we are not into scary stuff. We're real big chickens. Yep. We don't like horror movies. We don't like scary movies. We don't like ghost stories. But we're, you know, we're here for the people. And multiple people, multiple people have asked us to put together an episode on the ghost stories of Disneyland. I don't so, like it. For your consideration, we introduce to you. Not so happy haunts of Disneyland. Guys, there's a reason that I go to Mickey's Halloween party and not like <laughs> horror, horror nights. nights. Yeah, we're big sissies. I don't want to play um, this Yeah, game. so we found uh, a few ghost stories, um, and then we'll share a video with you towards the end of this segment, so you can kind of follow along. Um, it's uh, there's some interesting stories in here. So you want to kick it off? Yeah. So. In the 80s, there's a story um, called Dolly's Dip <laughs> um, about a woman that was riding the Matterhorn, and she was thrown from the ride and killed by an oncoming bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not sure if she unbuckled herself, if there was a malfunction. There was never anything solved during the investigation. Um, but to this day, there's cast members who work on the ride that claim the stories of her ghost lingering at the ride are true. Uh, a lot of them have reported strange sounds while walking through the ride at night um, doing their track closing. And a lot of them will refuse to go near that area of the ride. That's freaky. Which would be me. So if any of you are Matterhorn cast members or were Matterhorn cast members or know a cast member that worked on the Matterhorn... I would love to hear if this is, if there's, if there's any truth to this, I need to know. Yeah. Cause I might not ever ride that ride again. <laughs> I mean, we call it the chiropractor because it breaks <laughs> our back every time we go on. So it's painful. we don't go on it very often anyway, but I would definitely like to know if anybody's had any experiences with this one. So let us know. Tell Sean, I don't, you don't <laughs> got to tell me. I'm good. It's so funny because I am so afraid of ghosts. I'm afraid of the dark and I'm afraid of ghosts and I don't know why. Because uh, they're both I'm, scary as heck. Maybe I'm suppressing memories of a ghost encounter when I was younger, but <sighs> I don't like the dark and I don't like ghosts. And uh, but I'm fascinated with ghost stories because you just I don't know. You just it's don't the know. Unknown. Do you believe? I believe 100. percent And I don't want to. 
Why do you believe? Because I've had encounters and it freaks me out. Our two houses that I've lived in in my life have been haunted. Ugh. And like, not like, like angry, like trying to like, not like angry, like trying to like kill us or get us out of the house haunted, just haunted. There have well, been people chilling. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think like if I were to get, if I were to be visited by a spirit, one of two things would happen. I would either uh, be relieved because I finally have an answer to whether or not they're real. And, and if they are, they didn't hurt me. Or B, I would be locked up in a loony bin because I would go completely bonkers after seeing a ghost. It could ruin my life. It would be the second one. It'd probably be the second one. So I'm not a big Sean fan. lose his lose marbles. It. I'm not. Yeah. So I don't know. Now, if there's an attraction or an area of the park that would be haunted, it would probably be the haunted mansion or you would hope it would be. If it's uh, not, I want my money back. <laughs> and there is a story. And I had actually heard this story about a kid on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and it sounds like they're linked. So we talked about this before. The haunted mansion in both California and Florida have attracted guests who want to lay their family to rest uh, on the attraction. And so people will drop ashes within the mansion. Uh, I don't think that's happened it's a in a long time. Hazard, you guys. I don't. I don't think that's been a thing for a long time. But the story here goes uh, that a woman dropped the ashes of her son in the ride a long, long time ago, and as a result, his ghost is often seen crying at the ride exit. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. And other people have said that they have seen the same boy at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. You know what? I think I can just come to terms with the fact that Disneyland might not ever open again and I don't have to go there and I don't have to worry about seeing a ghost. How how much have we gone though before and you've never seen anything there? It's because I'm not looking. Well, keep, feel like if keep I started, not looking. <laughs> I feel like if I started looking, then I'd be real scared. Yeah, probably. But sometimes you don't, you don't see them when you're looking for them. They show up in the corner of your eye. Stop it. Or in a reflection. Go away. Sorry. You keep saying that and I keep looking and waiting for somebody to be staring me in the eyes of the window We're or on third, the third story. Floor. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you never know. I kind of know. <laughs> so you guys know how like, I don't know if this has ever happened with you guys, but like you can like see like a woman dressed in white, like in your perifs. There's like, a lot of like woman in white stories out there. Yeah. Okay. So. When I used to drive my mom's car before I had my own car, when I would drive back and forth between the two different cities that I would always go to, I could always see just a woman chilling, just like an all white in the back seat as I was driving, but only when I looked in the rearview mirror. If I turned around and looked, there was nothing there. Everything was good, no problems. But if I like glanced in the mirror, I could always see somebody sitting behind me, and it was just a lady like in, in like a white shirt. What? What? <laughs> yeah. That's not true. It's 100% true. What was she doing? Chilling. Just sitting there. Like, was minding she her own business. Looking at you? No, she was just sitting in the back seat. She'd look, look out the window. My mom used to have that happen with her in her car also, but she would see a little girl sitting in her back seat. And she would follow Ugh. her from the house to work. Because my mom worked, like, super early in the morning, so she'd go in at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and she would just, there would be like a little girl chilling in her backseat. How come oh in the world God. of ghosts, the most like unassuming characters would be the scariest? So, a precious little girl? <laughs> a precious little girl and a woman in a white dress. Yeah. If there was some dude behind me that looks like his name is Kyle and he works mm -hmm. out a lot and drinks a lot of monster energy drink, 
I'd be like, look at that guy in my back seat. But if it was a little girl, that would freak me out. Yeah. My mom said that she was never scary. She said that she reminded her of me when I was little because she said that she could always see her feet like kicking back and forth because they couldn't touch the ground. Where? In her back seat. That's weird, man. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. It's not a fun time. So there's a woman in white story at Disneyland then. Is that what yes. you're getting to? <laughs> yes. So there have been multiple claims um, that people have seen her most often um, around Main Street. And a lot of the time she's guiding lost children in the park to guest services to be reunited with their parents. So like she's helpful. That's cute. It's nice. But also... Could you imagine, like, <laughs> trying to convince your family for your whole life of some lady that walked mm-hmm. you to guest services that nobody else saw? Or, like, a little kid telling guest services, like, this lady told me to come here and nobody's <laughs> yeah, there. Like, I'd be like, you're oh, a yeah. demon and please get out of my face. <laughs> That's creepy that kids can, like, they say kids can see ghosts more than adults. Because they're innocents. <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's something off about it. I don't like it. This is kind of in your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some stories of ghosts surrounding the rivers of America. Over yonder in critter country. Yeah, so there's a story about two boys that apparently stayed in the park after hours and decided to go swimming in Tom Sawyer's Island. And the older of the two drowned. And there's like claims that they see unexplained ripples and splashing in the water late at night where he now I can vouch for this story Mm-mm. because when I worked there in whatever 2000 2001 I this is one of the first things I heard about like Disneyland lore I heard this story so this you know truth or true or not the the legend has lived for a long time I heard this back in the day and it, it holds true today and a lot of the articles I read include this story I don't like it yeah. So, uh, but there's also um, reports, and this was another piece of it. There's reports of seeing children running around the island, and when when cast members go over to the island to, to check it out, there's nobody there. That's gonna be a no for me. <laughs> I never have to go back to Tom Sawyer's Island ever again. Yeah, I don't like that place anyway. You're too I, big. I get stuck in the rocks. I think we told that story before. Um, <laughs> And I'm not that big, but no. I'm too big for Tom Sawyer's Island. I still remember the first time I was like, let's go over there. And you're like, I'm too big. And I was like, what? <laughs> you're like, yeah. I get stuck. I was like, okay, first yeah. of all, huh? I have broad shoulders. <laughs> Stupid. I'm like Gaston. Oh, okay. No one fits like Gaston. <laughs> I was I was searching around and there are so many stories about ghosts at Disneyland. And this one um, I got from hauntedoc.com. And there's an actual section on this website that's strictly dedicated to Disneyland ghost stories. Uh, if you want to hear some good stories, go check it out. I put a link in the the notes down below. HauntedOC.com. Or, or don't. It's, it's up to you. It's real scary. It's, it's up to you. <laughs> uh, but a guy named David V wrote in, and uh, this story is spine tingling. So cozy up to I the campfire, everyone. like it. So David writes, in August of 2019. Oh my gosh. What? Maybe he sounds like that. You don't know what he sounds like. Okay. Maybe he has a really thick country accent. (laughs) In August 2019. Doubt it. I saw something at the Disneyland Resort that rattled me to my core. (laughs) Please stop. In August of 2019, I saw something at the Disneyland Resort that rattled me to my core. It was just a subtle, creepy moment, but it's stuck with me ever since. 
After Disney's D23 Expo in Anaheim, my sister and I headed to the theme parks for a late lunch. Since we had bags filled with merchandise from the Expo, we rented a locker near the Disney California Adventure entrance. The parks were crowded that Saturday and we saw several people wander out of their nearby restroom, wiping the sweat from their foreheads. The locker area, and anybody out there that's been in the locker areas out in front of the parks, they're tiny, they're small, very small. The locker area was small, wonderfully cool, and thankfully uncrowded. It was just us and a young girl with fair skin that I noticed out of the corner of my eye. She crouched against the far wall, digging out of a bottom row locker. As my sister and I chit-chatted about our first ride, we kept our voices low as to not bother her. After a couple of minutes, I realized that the girl had been crouched for quite a while. Though I couldn't tell how old she was, I thought it was odd that she was alone for so long. I didn't want to rudely look directly at her, so I kept track from the corner of my eye just to make sure that she was okay. The girl played with her long, yellow skirt as if dusting it off. I thought the pattern was out of place, either red polka dots or strawberries. It looked like something a person might wear on Dapper Day. Suddenly, the girl turned around. I stopped keeping track of her and focused on my sister who was stuffing her things into our locker. Still, I could sense the girl's eyes on us. I looked again from the side, hardly able to see her in my peripheral vision. She was standing now, staring at us. I noticed her short, dirty blonde hair and the skirt's length as it cascaded to her ankles. She was taller and older than I expected, probably a young teenager. What was she doing? Why was she looking at us? It was just too weird and I needed to know. I quickly crammed my bag into the corner locker and shut it. I could still see the girl watching us. All at once, I gave up my reservations and turned around. No one was there. The locker area was totally empty. There wasn't a thing that resembled a yellow dress or a girl with fair skin. For a moment, I stared at the emptiness with goosebumps racing down my arms. Are we going over to Disneyland? Asked my sister. She looked toward me and noticed my flustered face. What's wrong? Did you see that girl? I shook. Near those lockers? Yeah, I saw someone, my sister muttered. She had noticed the girl too. But I didn't have to explain. My sister was already staring at the empty row of lockers near us. I watched the color swiftly leave her face. No. 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 I told my sister about the ghosts I'd seen at Disneyland before, and now she'd seen one too. The moment was haunting and darkened the sunny afternoon. My sister reopened the locker and yanked our things from it. With our arms full, we rushed toward Disneyland, gripping our bags and unable to shake the ghostly girl from our minds. Nope. That is frightening. (laughs) I'm fine. That's frightening, man. I'm okay. Oh, but like I was saying, that's when you see them. You see them out of the corner of your eye. You don't see them like head on. I don't want it. I don't like it. Oh... Those are great stories. We're going to talk about a video now, though, because these ones, you kind of have to see it to believe it. So we're looking at a video called Five Disneyland Ghosts Caught on Video. And there are three stories in here that I I really was interested in. Uh, one of them I'd seen before. But the first one, uh, this one comes from the Hollywood Tower Hotel. <laughs> Twilight Zone Tower Tower of Terror. If you watch the video, you're going to notice uh, the first story is uh, a maintenance worker at, D- at uh, DCA. He's on Tower of Terror. It's obviously after hours, and he's doing his maintenance check. So about 18 seconds, you see him, you know, looking around, making sure everything's okay. He's writing on his clipboard. He's, uh, you know, just checking out the ride to make sure it's in operating order. Right around the mark at 38 seconds. If you look right above his right shoulder, 
you're going to see a flash in a person's face. I don't believe this one. Now give it a second because it goes through again and it flashes on somebody sitting to his right. And this one looks kind of like a female. But it's a pretty it's a pretty freaky image because you can see a person sitting in the seat. You know, if it's a flash of light, fine, but it's a very convenient flash of light. The video goes on to do a replay and at about one minute and four seconds, they show a a freeze frame of the first supposed ghost over his right shoulder. And you can see a face there. Are you going to say you don't see a face? I mean, I do. I just, I think it has, it's got to have something to do with like his own face and the flash. And it looks nothing like him. This guy has a big white mustache and glasses and a hat. And the guy sitting behind him, it looks like a younger guy. You can see two eyes, a nose, cheekbones, a mouth. It looks like you can see a t-shirt and shoulders. You don't believe this one? Nah. Okay. Well, we'll go on to the next one then. Okay. And if you haven't already, follow along on the video. The next one, I'm not really into. Uh, It seems like it's just a guy. Uh, So it's actually the fireworks show in front of the castle. Uh, They zoom into one of the, the turrets, I guess it is. And um, you can see a guy standing there uh, with his arm outreached. It looks like a person, though. It doesn't look like a spectral being. No, it looks like there's someone up there fixing something. Yeah. You could say that it looks a little bit translucent. But there's also a bunch of fireworks. There's so much light going on. Yeah. So this one, I think it's just a I think it's a worker. Yeah, uh, that was uh, yeah. the next one, too. I'm, I don't really see it. Even when they do the breakdown in the video, I'm not seeing what they're seeing. Me either. Kenzie saw it, though. I don't. Um, but uh, this one takes place out in front of the wishing well, the uh, Snow White's wishing well by the castle. Um, it shows they do a pan up of the waterfall, the water feature there. And it, it, it shows a person sitting there. I don't see it at all. I think this one's a stretch. I do too. But the one video in this one that uh, I had heard before is the next one. And this one kind of covers a ghost that is pretty well known at Disneyland. And they call him Space Mountain's Mr. One Way. And this is a ghost who has claimed to be the spiritual remains of a guest who died on a ride. Uh, And Mr. One Way is the name given to the ghost who supposedly hitches rides with single passengers and then vanishes before the ride ends. And the name comes from his fatal one-way trip on the ride back in the 70s or 80s. I don't I don't know exactly. I, I've seen conflicting stories there. Um, but I've heard this story on a number of occasions. Um, and Space Mountain is one of those rides where if you're sitting by yourself, you can kind of... F- feel sometimes it feels like there's somebody sitting next to you i will never sit by myself on that ride ever again just i'll do it fyi i'll do it i'll be the guinea pig but if you look at the video uh right around uh two minutes and 43 seconds ish you can see kind of this light walking and it looks like it's walking not floating it looks like it's walking over to the ride car places one foot in then the other and then sits down what about this one? You believe this one? I do. And that's why I won't ever ride that ride by myself again. Because in this one, as the ride starts to move, you can see the 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 light moving with it. Yeah. And that would just be a little bit too coincidental. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. Last but not least, uh, this is a video I saw probably about five or six years ago, I think. Maybe a little bit shorter, but uh, quite some time ago. Uh, and this popped up in that video that uh, the other ones are in, the five uh, five Disneyland ghosts caught on video. 
So this one obviously came from a cast member. And I would suppose it's somebody in security because it opens up with four screens in an array, four closed captions uh, TV screens in an array. And it zooms in on the top left screen, which shows the front of the haunted mansion. The actual built, like the ride building, not not like the front of the, like the gate where the queue starts, like all the way up to the mansion. Yeah. So if you would imagine you're looking from the rooftops of uh, New Orleans Square, maybe like the rooftop of um, French French Market, uh, you're looking down into the queue and just in front of where the ghost horse is with the, with the carriage, you're going to see what looks like a light effect. But then you notice that it's legs walking. It's walking. It's, it's tr- not floating. No. It's not like gliding along. It is walking. Yeah, it's got the gait of kind of a slenderish man. Um, and the light moves no matter where the camera pans to. So you'll see there's another camera that uh, comes out of the gate of the Haunted Mansion. And then it moves to the front of the Rivers of America. So right in front of like Cafe Orleans. And you can see, I mean, it's very clearly something walking. Then it pans over to the last screen, the bottom right. And this light is is continuing to walk in front of the Rivers of America, walks into the water, and then disappears. So you can tell me all day long that, oh, it's just a light effect. It's just the light reflecting off of something. Why does it have the same exact gait of a person walking in every screen? It's How got does legs. It move? It's got legs. How does it move from one screen to another and maintain the shape I'm not buying that this is a light effect. This is a ghost. I don't want to go anymore. Yeah, and <laughs> shut up. Uh, but some people claim that this is the ghost of Walt Disney. That doesn't really make sense, and I don't believe that that's the case. But a lot of, you know, when you hear ghost stories, it's always the ghost of Walt Disney. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying that one. But this one, when I saw this one, I was like, hands down, that's a ghost. I 100% yeah. believe it. I, I see exactly what you're showing me. That is legs. So that's a ghost. You tell us if you think it's real, tell us if you think it's fake, tell us why. And uh, if you know anybody that uh, was involved in capturing this video, please let us know. Cause I'm very interested. I've been, I've showed this video to multiple people over the years because it's just too freaky. I gotta go watch some cartoons. Yeah. We're going to watch, <laughs> we're definitely going to watch some cartoons after this. I don't like this. Um, but yeah, so that's our Disneyland ghost stories. You're welcome. You're welcome for everybody that asked for it. Um, we, If it's up to Tabitha, we'll never do this again. Nope. But if it's up to me, we might. Uh, if there's any ghost stories you've heard, if you're a cast member, you've had any experiences. As a guest, if you've had any experiences, please let us know. Shoot us an email at friends at magiconmainstreetpodcast.com. Or you can hit us up in a DM on Instagram at magiconmainpod. <laughs> spooky spooky so that's our main topic for the week let us know if you've heard any stories uh we'll be right back with what time is it it's time for a quote of the week putting words together that last forever it's quote of the week all right so for this week's quote of the week um i went with something uh, that walt said that was uh not optimistic, not pessimistic, just realistic. Uh, we're in a really weird time. This is honestly probably for the majority of you listening out there. This is probably the the strangest, craziest, most unique time you've ever lived through. Uh, and that's even including like 9-11. Mm-hmm. That was like probably the biggest thing that any of us had ever experienced. Uh, this is bigger than that. You know, this is 
a whole country on lockdown for multiple weeks and going to continue to be that way for a while. And so I thought this was really appropriate. Walt said, I always like to look on the optimistic side of life, but I'm realistic enough to know that life is a complex matter. Yes. Yes, it is. Especially right now. So uh, keep your heads up, everybody. We'll all get through this. It's it sucks. It's not fun. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It sucks. It's miserable. I I hate it it. a lot. (laughs) I'm not an inside person. Um, I'm very much a an extrovert in most situations in my life and just being cooped up is just eating me alive. But I'm that thing that's in the middle of an introvert and an extrovert. And I'm very much a homebody. Yeah. So like at first I was like, this is wonderful. We get to just like relax and recharge. And now I'm like, get me out of this house. Yeah. And it's hard because there's no separation between work and life and regular life. You know, everything's the same rooms. You know, it, there's no new people to talk to. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much, you, how much you love the people that you live with and your family, like it's, you need people in your life. Yeah. So yeah, it's been different, but we got to try to keep our heads up the best we can. Uh, but on that note, we appreciate you sticking through all of this with us. It's been fun uh, trying to come up with new topics to keep you engaged on the weekly. And, um, you know, if there's anything that you'd like to hear, please let us know. You know, this show's about you. And if, if there's something you want us to talk about, we'll do it. So just let us know if there's any questions, comments, suggestions, if there's any stories that you'd like to share with our audience, please email us friends at magic on main street podcast.com. Also follow us on Instagram. You can find us at magic on main pod. We're still updating our calendar as much as we can with dates that we see that are coming up. So you can subscribe there in the notes. We are so thankful to have a handful of people that are supporting us in this endeavor. Uh, if you want to be one of those people and if you want to get some cool free swag, become a Patreon subscriber for as little as two bucks a month. You'll get early access and you'll never have to listen to ads. And you can find out more information about that at patreon.com slash magic on Main Street. We're attempting our goal every week now is to put out content on Fridays, uh, launching Thursday nights for our Patreon subscribers. That's our goal always. Uh, obviously, life is different right now and you know, we've got Daniel in another city. He's not with us, you know, recording anymore. So we're, you know, the process is a little bit different now. Uh, I hate it. We're working a lot. I've got a very demanding job that keeps me busy. And uh, so things are just different. So our goal is to push out new episodes on Fridays. Try to keep an out, eye out for those. Uh, and on that note, if you subscribe, you'll get notified. So make sure you subscribe, leave a review. And if you could spread the love f- for us, that'd be amazing. You know, it takes like 20 seconds to leave a review. So... Much appreciated. On that note, thanks so much for listening. On behalf of Tabitha, Kenzie, Daniel, Scar, and myself, we appreciate you being a fan of the Magic on Main Street podcast, and we will see you real soon. Goodbye. Magic on Main Street, just like a churro, you're so sweet. Our time with you is such a treat. Spread the Disney love Thanks for hanging out with us On Main Street